Welcome, foolish mortals, to the podcast that reminds you it's hip to be square. I am your host, your ghost host. Kindly step all the way in to the Muppet Haunted Mansion as we discuss the new Disney streaming holiday special, A Normies Like Us. Fiends, omens, and bogeymen, lend me your fears. Hola, we're here for the parties. I always drop folks off here, but I never seem to pick them up. Which offers this chilling challenge. To find a way out! <laughs> Welcome back to Normies Like Us. As you heard up top, we are going to be exploring Disney's Haunted Mansion, but we won't be alone. We'll be alongside Jim Henson's very own Muppets for the Muppet Haunted Mansion, now streaming on Disney+. Plus. Uh, a little family-friendly frights uh, for you this spooktober, and we're very uh, excited about it. Uh, we're in good spirits, as it were. Yeah, we're, we're here to talk it. Uh, no Colin today, but here is your host. I guess I am Kerr Mike. The frog. Oh, there we go. Uh, the Great Gons Joe. Mm, nice. Uh, and this is uh, Jacob, uh, the frog. <laughs> Jacob, <laughs> okay, very cool. Okay, yeah. <laughs> got it, got it, got it. Um, so I want to ask you guys up top as we're talking a Muppet property, how much of a fan are you each of, say, the Muppets? Are you, have you been a fan since a kid? Do you really care about the Muppets or is it more of a Jim Henson thing? Joe, let me uh, kick it off to you first. Oh yeah. No, I, I was a Muppet kid growing up. Uh, big fan of the Muppets, even Fraggle Rock back in the day. I have a brother. Would you say you, you were maybe a Muppet baby? I was. I was a Muppet baby. That is exactly Yeah, yeah. What okay, me say. too. Yeah. So, like, I have a brother who's a little older than me, right? So like Fraggle Rock tapes, uh, yeah. Muppet Baby books, like all of that stuff was my childhood as well. So it just kind of like rolled all together. And by the times the classics uh, like, you know, Muppet Treasure Island and Muppet Christmas Carol were coming out, like those characters were already so familiar to me. So yeah, I... Uh, I love the Muppets. I'm, I love the special. I'm, I'm super excited to talk about it. Awesome. Awesome. Jacob, how about you? Were you a Muppet baby? Uh, not so much. I mean, uh, no, not really. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, I like that the Muppets are okay, but I wouldn't say I'm like a huge super fan or anything, but I do enjoy the, the old, uh, you know, Muppet Christmas Carol, Muppet Treasure Island, the classics, you know, so I always can get down for a, a Muppet special. See, those are gotcha, like gotcha. our generation's classics because there are like the Muppet movie, the great Muppet caper, like those ones. I've seen those, but I don't really have any like special feelings towards those. For me, it's that like sweet spot of like the 90s Muppets where they had a TV show again. It was kind of like a behind the scenes, almost like a 30 Rock before 30 Rock. Uh, and those movies yeah. where they were just like putting them into these classic stories like they're doing this time. So I think there's like a different different generations of Muppet fans. And this will, this movie like hits the sweet spot for our age group. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. And there is kind of the early Muppets with that, you know, celebrity variety show kind of thing for adults. And that's a yeah. little bit before our time. And then they kind of made this transition to being almost, you know, family friendly, more entertainment. And that's where we had our Treasure Islands and uh, Christmas Carols, which I every year I'm watching them up at Christmas Carol. I love For Treasure sure. Island, Cabin Fever. What a banger! <laughs> and uh, just the work of Jim Henson in general has been a big 
part of my childhood period with the Dark Crystal, uh, the Labyrinth, and even that technology leading to the Ninja Turtle suits and then the Dinosaurs sitcom that it's sadly kind of forgotten. Maybe maybe one day we'll get an episode on that because I love that show. But yeah, pretty much Jim Henson has had, you know, his craft has kind of been a major part of, of my childhood. For sure. And like, you know, like you said, Fraggle Rock, uh, Dark Crystal. I uh, hope you checked out the new Dark Crystal on Netflix. Unfortunately, I didn't. It's not going to get a, a you know a second season or whatever. But shame. Uh, yeah, it is a shame. Some good old yeah, puppet work, you know. Yeah, yeah, practical effects, good stuff like that. And so we kind of get back to that with this again. Uh, as we were saying, it's a Muppet special. It has everything you kind of expect. This one's Halloween themed, and it is, in my uh, estimation, the first Halloween themed Muppet special. So I say, uh, let's walk through these spooky gates and through the graveyard on the front lawn and head our way into Muppet Haunted Mansion right after this. So please, so please let them rest in peace. Once they start, they never cease. We're back. We're getting out of a limousine, and the uh, driver's told us she drops people off here all the time, but never seems to pick them up. We're hoping uh, we'll be some of the first. I also see a little weird blue guy in what looks like a prawn in a tuxedo heading in. Well, we're going to follow them in in just a minute. Um, but I wanted to ask you guys, obviously, you know, with movies like Jungle Cruise, Pirates of the Caribbean, th- there's a precedent set with making media properties based on Disney rides. And this is based on the Haunted Mansion, you know, mixing right. the Muppets with that. Um, I have never been to the Haunted Mansion. I've never ridden the attraction. Oh, I've really? never experienced it. So I wanted to ask, have you again, kick it to Joe first. Have you guys experienced the Haunted Mansion ride? And um does it influence this at all? Maybe we can point that out as we go through later. Yeah, no, I, I've done both versions of the Haunted Mansion, right? So you have the one in Disneyland and the one in Disney World. I don't know if there are ones abroad. I would assume every park's got it. It's one of those, like, staples. And uh, I hear Tokyo Disney had a particularly terrifying one. Oh, really? <laughs> Adjust <laughs> oh, back in the day. Yeah, it might be an urban legend, but I, I think there's footage anyway. Hmm. Uh, continue. Um, but yeah, like, like, there are, you know, there's some classic iconography from the ride and the attraction that you see put into uh, the movie, which is fun. I'm sure like eagle eyed Disney fans are know a lot more than me, but you know, like you get the hat ghost, you get uh, the bride who's like such a great villain in the attraction, really getting a chance to shine here. And like they recreate some of the, the famous moments from the attraction. So definitely a solid homage, but not like limited by it. Mm, yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Jacob, how about you? Well, so I guess I didn't realize that this was actually a tie-in with the Haunted Mansion ride. I just thought it was about a generic Haunted Mansion. But I guess that makes sense. You know, Muppets is owned by Disney now, as is right. everything. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> I didn't know that. And, uh, well, didn't Haunted Mansion got its own movie with, like, Eddie Murphy in it right back in the it day? It did. Mm-hmm. Wasn't as yeah. a huge success, I guess. But uh, – I've I haven't been to that. I haven't I haven't done that ride, so I'm not familiar with like the um references to it, I guess. So I guess that's why I didn't realize, but that is interesting. Yeah, and I and I didn't see the Eddie Murphy one. Um again, write in if you want us to do that episode. But I did watch a um like one of those four K theme park, you know, nerds, and mm. I I say that lovingly, going through and showing you the attraction. Okay. And uh, I, it was the Florida one, the Orlando. So and I did see some similarities, even lines of dialogue like ripped out of that opening monologue and stuff, kind of put into uh, you know, characters' mouths here. This is making like a scenarios. lot more sense now because 
you know, you see them like riding on train cars and stuff at points. So yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Specifically, there's a reference to the, the actual vehicle, like, uh, you know, with the hecklers, you know, those old dudes we always see, but all right, cool. So that's the haunted mansion, the ride. If there's anything I wanted to ask you guys, another question up top. Do you guys have a favorite Muppet? Do you guys have a favorite Muppet? Mm. That's the question. Uh, yes. (laughs) Yes. So, why uh my my favorite muppet is uh gonzo which is the the best good choice which is obviously Mm -hmm. the best muppet because all of the best muppet properties star gonzo like right kermit's the straight man right like kermit's just there to like like be around you know the center of the story or whatever gonzo is somehow like a perfect narrator a perfect wild card he's like the charlie day of the muppets to me big fan yeah yeah i think the chaotic uh, good i you know i'm a huge gonzo fan too because kermit is kind of like the boss or like the leader of the muppets but gonzo is kind of like the everyman right yeah i cut the brakes what about you mike do you have a yeah yeah no i'm big gonzo fan too i guess if i have to defer that selection i would go with animal because he's Animal's also great, uh, playing drums a crazy in the drummer. band. Yeah, he's the Taz of of the Muppets, he right? Is, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, oh, if you cool. like Gonzo, then you're gonna like this this special. Uh, what was that? There was also a movie that starred Gonzo that was like Gonzo, like trying to find himself. What was that one? Um, uh, it's the Lost in Space one. I don't. Uh, yeah, Muppets. It's Muppets in Space. Okay. Is what it's called. Muppets yeah. in Space. That's right. Yeah. Yep. 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 Because he's like an alien. Yeah. Yeah. He's he wants a to find his origin. Um, <laughs> yes, but that is like, like in the nineties, I think they figured out like, okay, like Gonzo should be our lead. Um, cause he's the one that everyone likes the most. And like, you see that come into this and like, I'll be honest, this is one of my, one of my favorite Muppet things ever. Uh, there was like a real struggle with what to do with the Muppets. So there was like a failed show a couple of years ago where you had, what if we did a workplace comedy like the office, but it's with the Muppets. Right. I oh, really yeah. enjoyed that show. It just took too long to get going. Um, and, and, yeah. and people didn't have the patience for it. Then there was a, a show that they're on Disney Plus as well that are like micro episodes that are the Muppets doing like a YouTube show. And every episode ends with Skeeter trying to upload it in time. Um, yeah, yeah. That's Muppets Now or something like yeah, that? Yeah, Muppets Now, which are you yeah. know a, a great project too. Like I enjoyed that as well. This is finally doing what, like, the easiest home run ever with the Muppets. Just put them in the shit. That, that's, that's what they're there for. The Muppets are like Elvira to me. Like, they are who they are. Mm-hmm. Just put them in a story. I hope we see the Muppets do everything in Disneyland. Like, like give, give me the Muppets Pirates of the Caribbean. Like, give me the Muppets Jungle Cruise. Do it all. Like, it's, it's 50 minutes of my life. Throw in a couple guest stars, a song or two. I would watch hours and hours of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's another thing, too, is I I totally forgot going into this, you know, as much as I like Muppet Christmas Carol, and that's a yearly rotation. I think this will become a yearly Halloween rotation. You just Mm. throw it on. You kind of feel good watching it. Uh, But it's a musical. right? I I forgot that the Muppets do that, even though Christmas Carol is probably my favorite version of that story. Um, so we get some songs here, like the opening act. We, we, so we have, um, Gonzo and, uh, Pepe the prawn. They, he thinks it's a mansion party and Gonzo is doing this extreme stunt to, uh, feel closer to his favorite magician who disappeared and he needs right. to spend one night in the mansion, but he's not scared of anything. 
and Pepe doesn't know what's going on. And so there's some interesting, there is like character arc for both of them throughout this. And I appreciated that too. Like there's some depth to what's going on here. And I was surprised, but I I like this opening track and the way it kind of explains very macabre things in a family friendly way, how all these ghosts die. I think that the writing is strong here, I guess is the point I'm trying to hammer home. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, this is what I like about this actually, because uh, the Muppets, they, you know, it's kind of an old school uh, homage uh, to the Muppets, kind of, but it's like also kind of mixing in some more modern humor, but they're not going overboard with like modern references and stuff. And that's what I actually liked about it. Um, they're, mm-hmm. It still feels like the Muppets, and they could have easily just felt really like cheap and like throwing in a lot of like twitter references or whatever but it it feels it still feels like the muppets in the musical and all that kind of goes into that so that's why i really appreciate the special it didn't make me cringe once which is like yeah pretty fucking rare for a family friendly produced by disney 50 minute special to not have any moment where i'm like oof that's like you know, why are they totally. doing the floss in 2021? Like, there were no moments like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, and they had some, uh, like, references to modern things, but it, they didn't feel out of place. Like, they felt natural within the flow of the uh, show. Also, very true yeah, to the Muppets. This doesn't feel like it's dated. Like, the type of humor was very much like, totally, totally. don't worry, folks, we're not going to explain every joke. Like, I, I, I was genuinely laughing. It felt yeah. like all of the characters were who they're supposed to be, I guess. Yeah, when they started yeah, singing yeah. and stuff, I was like, "Oh, they're really going for it with the the musical." Because I would, I was, all, I was surprised that they would even do that because modern audiences aren't really maybe wanting a musical or that kind of thing. It just feels old fashioned, but like in a good way. Yeah, I, I think all the songs were fun. I think 50 minutes is the perfect runtime for this. You know, it's it's not a 20-minute rush thing. You have just enough time to kind of get a decent story, holiday special, that's what you want. And yeah, the writing yeah. is really strong. It's And because they were like a variety show and then a office-style show, there's always been kind of that meta element to the humor of the Muppets too. And they play that well here. Like, you know, they, they kind of know it's a special at certain points. They break the fourth wall and there's a right. ton of ghastly puns pun intended yes um, yeah for sure oh, and they're great yeah some of the best like I, I they got me you know knee slappers uh it's and it's family friendly i really did just feel good watching this the perfect budget too it wasn't overproduced but it didn't look like garbage at the same time like it walked the line so well yeah. of like oh that special effect didn't look great, but the puppets look great, and that's what's important. These are the right level of celebrity guests. You know what I mean? Like y- Yvette Nicole Brown, yeah. John Stamos, uh, that Broadway star. Like those were the types of people I would expect Arnett, to see in this. Darren Chris yeah. and Will Arnett. Will Arnett's kind yeah. of the host of the party. Yeah, yeah, and like yeah. Go go ahead. And they got comedians and like you know people that could sing and stuff. So it they didn't feel out of place and there wasn't like anyone like, Oh, we just got them because of, you know, their name or something like that. Like they all kind of contributed in like Taraji P Henson as the, uh, the bride was really good too. Yeah. And they, like oh, yeah. Pat Sajak has a cameo as like a statue head right, bust right. or something. There's a lot of like, little things Trejo. like that. Danny Trejo. Yeah. Danny that, Trejo, that whole yeah. sequence has some fun cameos. Um, and I guess that's, yeah, they use their budget. Well, and like the way the mansion is designed, it does look just like, 
the ride, like when they're in the room mm. uh, and guys, we're going to be spoiling uh, the Muppet, <laughs> you know, on advanced. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, go back and watch it. Come back when you're done. But like when the, the paintings are stretching and Will Arnett's setting up, you just need to escape. I'm Batman, you know, um, that is directly from the ride, like that room where the walls and like the wallpaper is patterned off of kind of the decor from the ride. They have that party where they're talking wow. about welcome to your funeral, like that, that that little library, all that stuff from the ride. So I, I appreciated looking back and be like, wow, they really like pulled a lot of references even in the dialogue. So perfect. Blend, oh, yeah. I mean, a it just green was screen. Like, it was so easy. It's such a easy win that it's like, wow. I hope everyone watches this and I hope they do it with everything. I, I want a, a Muppet special a quarter, man. Like I loved it so much. And it's just like the easiest thing you could do, the easiest thing you could do. And I like mad. I didn't think of it as, as a pitch, but like now I really mm. hope they take like, like they're going to make three men and a baby with Zac Efron or something like that. I think that's oh, yeah. in the Disney plus pipeline. Screw that. Give me three men and a baby with Gonzo, Pepe, and Rizzo the rat. And, like, those are the only, like... Three Muppets and a baby? Yeah, just give me that. You know what they could do? So now that, you know, they're obviously owned by Disney, um, so they can kind of mash them up with other Disney properties. And I think the best, you know, my favorite Muppet movies are, like, the things where it's, like, a story that they put the the Muppets into playing characters like Christmas Carol or treasure Island mm-hmm. where they're playing the characters from those stories. Curry. Come on, dude. Yeah. So you could actually have, um, you know, I don't even know, but like any Disney story, like an animated Disney, but you could do with them. Muppets. Right. Yeah. So it, Jacob, you, you took the words out of my mouth. Cause here's the other thing I was thinking like, Oh, you have to make live action versions of your movies every once in a while to like keep the copyright and keep the brand alive. Yeah. Don't make them like regular, straightforward yeah, make action Muppets. movies. Make them Muppet movies, baby. Give me yeah. a, give me an episode of Marvel's What If that's all the Muppets. <laughs> what if they were Muppets? Yeah. yeah. Right. And like Gonzo's just reading The Lion King. He's just reading the book yeah. and then you go that's into it. the Muppet version of it, right? That's all. Amazing. Oh, yeah. I would watch it all. Like I would watch all of it. Yeah. To me, it's just so, again, like they're Elvira to me. They are hosts that can go into right. any story and just like exist as themselves. Yeah. And I think they're used exceedingly well in this story where essentially the fearless Gonzo goes in thinking it's all like an attraction, maybe not an attraction. He just thinks it's all very interesting and cool when they're trying to be spooky. He's not scared of nothing. That was a great scare. Wow. You really did it. You know, a cool thing. And then uh, Pepe just is looking for celebrities because he still thinks it's a mansion party. So they're both kind of unawares, but slowly, uh, we learn there's something more sinister, and then the turns have and tabled, then the so other to speak. Muppets are playing the ghosts and the different. Uh, They're just thrown into the story. The- like it's mm-hmm. it's just so smart. The one thing I will say that it was missing for me is like uh, I like Pepe the Prawn. Um, I like his relationship with Gonzo, but I needed Rizzo the Rat Man. Like yeah, yeah. What it, happened like, to him? It's like th- those three to me are like the perfect like. Oh, those are just like the gang of dude Muppets. <laughs> like just like going yeah. around doing like regular dude stuff, but they're Muppets. Yeah. That's the my ultimate ship for the the homies is uh, Rizzo because of the Christmas Carol and, and uh Gonzo. Of course. And it yeah. is getting the straight man and the funny man. Rizzo doesn't want to be a part of the shenanigans and Gonzo's kinda of pulling him along. Right. Yeah, it's a good dynamic. But you know what? Pepe was actually great in this and he got a lot of the funniest lines of him just not understanding what's going on. And then uh, basically almost marrying this like black widow type 
character. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he had a great storyline. Yeah, I really you thought um, about Pepe the King Prawn that much as a Muppet, but if you, you watch get, the uh, the short lived ABC show the Muppets, like those three are like you know a trio that's always walking around the writers' room is Rizzo. Pepe and, uh, and Pepe and Gonzo sure. and it's like those are you know I love those three so much we even had a Ralph cameo in this uh like my my childhood dog was named after the Muppets uh piano player Ralph uh, yeah. yeah we got a ton of different cameos Fozzie a Bear lot of minor Muppets are all there the band um the, the freaking old uh uh, jesters or whatever the old yeah uh, the, the hecklers or whatever hecklers, but, yeah but they're in the little car that you would ride in in the ride that and, i was like what is right. this pod it looks like a fucking raycon case but uh <laughs> you know just they're charging in there but it, that's what the ride pod looks like i guess okay uh, yeah. so that's making more sense now that i know that but right and then there's a moment where they say oh we're technical difficulties and it's like as if you're on the ride like they, they, they did that little fourth wall break uh, that, that that's what number. happens like on the ride every once in a while when it breaks down like that is that's how it goes and then oh, the sure. ending bit where oh there's hitchhiking ghouls they come with yes you know, like that's that's from the right jacob i feel like this is the second time we've done an episode of this podcast where you're like oh i did not realize at all that that was the point of this thing <laughs> and you guys are just now explaining it to me I'm like yeah yeah to be fair and i did my had, research uh, 30 minutes before we started rolling on, on <laughs> oh, that yeah. aspect of it but yeah professionals i just over forgot here. that there's like a ride called haunted mansion and that you know disney you know it's probably not great for one company to own everything but like that's the benefit of it is that they can do these kind of crossovers and stuff right yeah and they're really fun for it i i don't i don't know if i should be thinking too much about the plot but when i'm looking at a story if you told me if you strip away the Muppets and you tell me there's a guy going to go to a mansion who's not scared of anything and then have an existential crisis about <laughs> not able to see his friends and, the, you know, facing his fears. Right. And then another guy is going to get bewitched, you know, by the bride and nearly die. Right. Like, that's also just a good spooky movie premise. I, I would that's think what you're telling me with uh, Mike Flanagan's new project. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. 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 A Bly Manor kind <laughs> of thing. Just a serious adaptation of Haunted Mansion. I don't know. Maybe that's what happened in the I Eddie think Murphy they should. I'm just saying there's there's substance to the no. plot beyond just Muppets and jokes. Yeah. Like it does have some. Um, well, some Gonzo really learned weight. some important life lessons, which is good. Yeah, dog. They learn lessons in this yeah. movie. This is also my. <laughs> they um, change. It, it's it's my backdoor Disney Plus Halloween episode. So sure, you know if you're if you're okay, yeah. if you're like me, it is uh, the the 19th of October, and you have watched. 27 horror movies already uh, in the month, right? Um, mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> that, that that could be a little daunting for, for some people in the home who maybe don't like that that much uh, horror movies like injected in nonstop. Yeah. So you need to throw in sure. the Scooby-Doo clause, as it's known. Like you got to throw in mm. your, your Scooby-Doo's, your Hocus Pocuses, your Halloween Muppets Town. Haunted Mansion, your, your yes. Halloween Town. Your, Halloween your Town 2, Calabar's Revenge. <laughs> oh, shit. Halloween Town, <laughs> Halloween Town High. <laughs> yeah, Halloween Town now High. Now we're hitting his expertise. Yeah. yeah. We should have done the Halloween Town episode. I'm just Probably, yeah. It's true. It's true. Um, <laughs> That'd be good. But one. yeah, like, well, like, like, it's just, it fits in so well with those, like, yeah. 
it's it, it like you yeah. said it's, it's a new yearly watch for me like the muppets haunted mansion is right there well, with hocus pocus and halloween town yeah and it's it's mm-hmm. family friendly enough that any age could watch it there are some like spooky scenes maybe for younger kids but overall i think it's fine for you know anyone to watch right oh yeah yeah it's it's yeah, baby yeah, shit absolutely but, like adorable yeah. you know what i mean and like so smartly written yeah. that you don't even care like there's 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 clever jokes in there that like if you they come like a mile a minute too. I love yeah, Muppets. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, it is so sharp. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of good uh, a lot of good lines in there. If you're like me and Mike though, uh, you may have seen a lot of one particular horror franchise, which you might find out <laughs> more about next week, right? Yeah, that's but that's why Colin is not with us. He said he had to meet his friend Michael. He's gonna try to get him on for the next okay. episode we'll see what happens with that but um for now instead of michael we got the muppets and uh yeah i just think this was super fun i don't know how much you can really say about it besides like it was excellent i guess i want to touch on briefly the visual style because it was it seemed like a lot of green screen but as joe said it, it didn't look bad no. right like it didn't look yeah cheap and i i appreciated little things too like i don't know if you noticed but will arnett he has that candelabra but the flames on it are animated. They're fake. Mm. Right? So it's like, it, you can't, it's so subtle, but it's like, yeah, this would be a pain in the ass if we had real fire. But it's the Muppets. So just like, put an LED yeah. on there and then we'll put an animated one later, right? Just little touches like that mm. where it's like, there's green screen, but live action and a Muppet. Like, that's the right kind of palette to use for this type of project. And I just, I, I really dug it. You it's know? really I was well wondering. executed. Like, it's a, a yeah. simple idea that is just really well executed on every level. Just so precise, like a sniper rifle. Like they nailed every aspect of it. Right. I was wondering, like, so obviously a lot of the Muppets are ghosts throughout it, and they're kind of floating. So I was wondering how they shot that. If they just shot all the puppet work and then kind of did it all in post to make it look like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I assume they just green screen them. You know, when when you can see their feet, there's generally like Gonzo is probably not being puppeted in the same scene with those ghosts. They probably kind of composited them together. You know, oh, yeah, for sure. So. But that's part of the cleverness of the the Henson method, as I'll call it, right? Like, there, there's always been so much clever craft with creating anything, even back in the 80s, with, like, the matte paintings and, you know, all those layers to create something like the labyrinth or even in this. You know, you can just see that cleverness with Brian Henson now just shining through. And I, I do really appreciate there's so much attention to detail and everything from the craft to the writing. Mm-hmm. And it's just like... You know, well done. Like, I, you know, Disney owns everything. I don't want to give them too much credit, but well done. Like, I, I, I have to give yeah. it to them. Yeah, That's the this thing is, with Disney. They own enjoyable. everything, but they generally usually do a good job with things, so you can't complain too much, I guess. I feel like they figured out mm-hmm. what they needed to do with it. Like, it, it's one of those franchises where I think if you asked anyone, like, just on the street, like, hey, you like the Muppets? I don't think there's a lot of people who, like you know have like a visceral reaction to the muppets who are like right. no a, a muppet killed my dad you know what i mean like like it's a yeah. it's yeah. a franchise i think everyone just is kind of lukewarm on at best um but when they right. nail it like it's just it's so easy to get excited about uh it's it's one of those things where it's like when you do it right it's so easy to have that big win and they did it right man like i i loved this special yeah yeah and just little lessons, you know, you know, to wrap up kind of the ending is, you know, Gonzo is forced to go into room 999. There's 999 ghosts here and there's always room for one more. 
And that's from the ride. And then when they close the door, it becomes room 666 and he has to face his fears. He learns that he's scared of never seeing his friends again and he's scared of getting old old and and dying without accomplishing his goals. I feel you, Right, that's deep stuff, man. Yeah, he's basically having an existential crisis. I think this, the scene where he was getting Muppet. older was like the scariest thing because the old Muppets, the old Gonzo was pretty pretty freaky. <laughs> and kept advancing spooky. in age. His nose looks like an old carrot. Yeah. It was terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Reaching out to his friends. It was very, it was harrowing almost, you know, for a Muppet thing. And um, we find out at the end that the host, uh, Will Arnett, was the great MacGuffin all, the, all the time, yeah. as his name would suggest. And... Uh, you know, he, he kind of uh, says, you did it. You faced a challenge. No one has ever been able to face their fears, which is the true scariest stunt you could ever do. It's like, damn. Right. Well, like, like okay, Kermit Mother. said, you know, lessons, feeling feelings. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be, feeling feelings. you don't have to be the great Gonzo to be great. You know, Gonzo. Yeah. yeah. I love that's true. That's pretty much something you don't have to be the great Gonzo to be great Gonzo. And that's what Kermit said at the beginning. And we think we all need to remember that's that. Right. Uh, sometimes. Kermit would never Especially, lie uh, to you. No, he wouldn't. He would not. So I just think that was really sweet. And then as Joe said, the hitchhiking ghosts from the end of the ride, they're there at the end. Oh, it's wow. a little stinger. And then that's your Muppet special, yeah. you know, what a, what that's a crazy. fucking home run, man. I, I adored it. Yeah. It's so easy. Uh, you know, you guys remember the, uh, the twilight, twilight zone, Tower of Terror movie with like Steve Gutenberg. You you guys remember that one from like the mid nineties? Oh no, I didn't. see It was Tower another like a Disney Channel original movie, but like early Disney Channel original movie. Just do that again. Just give me the Muppets okay. instead. Like just just inject the mm-hmm. Muppets into every attraction there is at at Disney World. You want me to right. get excited about like Disney World? Give me a show where the Muppets work at Disney World and like like that's what they do. Oh, sure. oh. I, like I, Muppet, I don't know man. Muppet I love Car- the Muppets. Muppet Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, just Bring do Tim it. Curry back. <laughs> they could just say haven't we already yeah. done this? Yeah. You know, there's so, so many, many like, Curry back and, uh, for a cameo. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, and, like how are you going to keep that brand alive? Are you gonna you're, you're gonna come? You're gonna reboot it? You're not gonna reboot that. Like Johnny Depp right. is Jack Sparrow. Make it like, grittier. You know what I mean? Like no, <laughs> yeah, they basically tried to solve reboot special. it twice already. Yeah, but yeah. if you just do a Muppet special and you put the, you know, uh, put it on the top page of Disney Plus, and then when you click on it, you're gonna get you know more like this. All the pirate movies, like you could keep so many franchises that would just go wasted alive by producing these really affordable uh you know muppet specials that are under an hour that keep your brands alive uh and you know just get people from your other shows like john stamos was in this you know you're gonna be shooting yeah. more low yeah. right like give me tom hiddleston and 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 gonzo hanging out for 10 minutes in the next yeah. uh you know yeah, uh, the Muppets in the Tiki Room. Like, come on! Like, I just like give me all of it. I'm I'm so here for it. Well, yeah, it's, I think that's a good place to lead into our final thoughts. I say, let's get while the getting's good before these ghosts grab us and drag us back to the mansion. We'll do a lightning round of properties that should be Muppetized, <laughs> and then we'll give you our final thoughts on uh, Muppets Disney's Muppets Disney's Haunted Mansion right after this. Sure. 
Welcome back. We're in the limo. We're on the ride home. We made some three new ghost friends. We're still chilling with Gonzo and Pepe. But I want to pitch to you guys, as we said, a lightning round. This is a great idea, I think, as Joe said, to keep these properties alive. You know, would we ever see, let's say, cast it, Joe, you pick a character, then Jacob pick the next character, Star Wars Muppets. Mm. It's Star Wars Muppets is tough because they, the, they did the whole bit on the original Muppet show with Mark Hamill where they came on and they had pigs in space. Like, just bring back pigs in space. Just do it as a as a, a 15 minute special, but make it like the force awakens, but as the original pigs in space characters. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Jacob, any thoughts on a star Wars Muppets? Um, sure. Why not? <laughs> sure. Sure. Why not? sure. Um, Avengers. Is there been besides what if just in general, you could, maybe it is a what if, but yeah, a 30 to 40 minute. Could be. Well, you know, you know how they have like, Lego Batman. Incredible Hulk is the Kermit. Is that it? Yeah, it could be. Or is or is Miss Piggy the Hulk because she gets angry? Uh, yeah, and we don't like her when she's do, angry. Do like Snuffleupagus or something like that. Like bring in or who's the big? Uh, there's the big dude who's the. Roadie. I can't remember his name, but he's uh, Sweetums. Right, right. His yeah. name is Sweetums. Sweetums. Yeah, you could have one yeah of the full I'm a big Sweetums fan. Type Muppets to do yeah. it. Yeah. So like Lego Batman, you could have you know with Marvel, it could be the Muppet, the Marvel Muppets. And then you could just have, they could just be different Mu- Marvel characters, but also Muppets, right? I, yeah. I'd be so oh, yeah, for de- it. definitely. Especially, like, if you could get, like, you know, like, you just need one of them. Like, if you could get Chris get Evans. Chris Evans, yeah. Yeah, or, or Robert Downey Jr. or Scarlett Johansson. Just get one oh, of them. Oh, man. And then do the rest <laughs> as Muppets. Sure. Robert Downey Jr. and then everybody and else. Then, yeah, yeah, everybody yeah, yeah you should Muppets. have. Uh, yeah, Kermit should be Captain America, and then Pig have Widow. R D J to uh, be the human character. Uh, yeah, it would be perfect. Yeah, but th- I, I guess that is the formula. So maybe what? Any any last wild card franchise or ride that could be muppetized before we final thoughts on the mansion? Uh, here? I mean. If, truly any one of them space mountain like there is no plot to that just make a 40 minute muppet special and call it space mountain ah. right <laughs> there's a whole world too where you just i would watch um you know a, a muppet sleeping beauty <laughs> or a muppet snow mm-hmm, totally, white like yeah. 40 minutes condense it 40 50 minutes but like i i would i would totally get in there's a million couple things cameos do, i think just do it all yeah yeah so I guess to roll into the final thoughts for Muppet Haunted Mansion, I'll go first out of this segue. Um, that is the strength of what they've proven here is the formula of throw the Muppets, as Joe said, in a scenario, get a couple cameos, keep it tight and just let them do their thing. Like keep these writers on staff. You know, I think, you know, Jason Siegel is a big Muppet fan and he kind of had control of the property for a while or a big creative yeah. influence on it. They yeah. did the... The, the Muppet movie, which I think Muppet fans kind of liked. I didn't see it, however. Um, so I think they've finally gotten the formula right. So, yeah, just throw them into other things and do this every quarter or every six months. I would be totally. here for it. Yeah, they did yeah, the Muppet 100%. movie. Uh, great job. Uh, and they had it, they introduced a new Muppet that was going to be like a new kind of main character Muppet. And then I think he was in that show, but I haven't seen him lately. So they need to bring him back or something. He, he was in one episode of... Um the Muppets now property too. Like those movies are okay. fine. And then mm. there's yeah. a sequel with like an evil Kermit. But like, again, <laughs> that was hearkening back to the great Muppet caper. Like that was right. for fans of the original 
uh, late 70s, 80s Muppet stuff. Like for fans of like our mm-hmm. generation, it's it's the Muppets as storytellers. Um, and it's yeah. the cast of characters that like relies on Gonzo and 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 Pepe and and Rizzo and some of these characters who are not Miss Piggy and and Kermit who kind of take a back seat uh, because they're a little more off the beaten trail in the modern versions and I like that. Uh, it's been a long time since I've had like a new yearly watch. You know what I mean? Like there hasn't been a a, a property yeah. that's been created in a long time. That's like, oh, I'm going to watch that every single season that it is relevant now. And they they did it. The Muppets Haunted Mansion, I will absolutely be returning to every October for the foreseeable future. Yeah. yeah. I think Fear Street was like that for me, where I'd watch the you know, Fear Street trilogy every, every Halloween, maybe. Oh, uh, yeah. Maybe we can touch on some of that a little bit more when we do our wrap-up for all of, uh, you know the spooky season or spectacular yes. uh, in a couple of weeks here. So stay tuned for that. Also, as we alluded to stay tuned for uh, maybe a franchise that has made its way into my yearly rotation along with um, the Muppets. And that'll be Halloween next week. But on the subject of Muppets, yeah, they, they did it. And uh, we had like a sneak preview of this with Marley and Marley and the Christmas Carol. Like we've seen them in kind of a spooky way yeah. before and this is just taking that and running with it and they, they did a great job so um thanks for coming along for the ride that was uh based on a movie that was based on a ride listeners i hope you yeah, enjoyed yeah. it uh listeners and watchers now and um you can find us on twitter instagram and youtube normies like us and since i forgot to do this at the beginning apologies i guess i lost my head a little bit um these are your hosts i'll be Kermike the Frog. Uh, the <laughs> Guns Joe the Great. Um, and this is uh, uh, Miss Jacob. <laughs> okay. Uh, and hopefully go. Colin nice. is uh, out there with his friend Michael. I think it's the guy that played Austin Powers. I'm not really sure. So hopefully uh, we'll hear from him next week. Well, you mentioned something about needing to find a babysitter and then they'll be able to be on the podcast. So. Next week for the, we'll see what the Muppets Take Haddonfield, right? I think it's now what we're doing. That's right. Yes. <laughs> the Muppets take Haddonfield. That's right. And then Muppets take Manhattan and meet Jason. There and they go. go to space. We'll see about that Muppets crossover. X. All right. <laughs> Muppets X. All right. Uh, catch you next time, listeners. Take care. Stay safe. Happy spooky season. Bye. Bye-bye. Yay! We did it. We did it. <laughs> All right. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun. <laughs> no, that's too, too many. <laughs> My name is Optimus Prime, leader of the Autobots. If you don't like, share, subscribe, or visit our YouTube, remember, I will kill you.